happen. As they straighten for the run home now, and it's in the Congo in front from Apache Chase. Two lengths then to Gravina from Valana. 300 metres to run in the Congo and Apache Chase. Stride for stride in the Congo from Apache Chase. And now Valana is given the cue. And quickly Valana moved up to join in the Congo. It's Valana in the Congo. Valana with a head in front. And Valana just beats in the Congo. Gravina third, Apache Chase fourth. Followed then by Arameo, swats that closing off, together with Sky Lab. further back to Brutality from Sky Man Overpass Bandersnatch, Gem Song Tycoonus, Lion's Roar Ingratiating and uh, and Berry came off 11-11 at some point about the 100 metre mark Well, Godolphin's Blue Army keeps marching on another big money race win for Valana on the weekend in Newcastle, winning the Hunter. And joining us now, it's Godolphin's head trainer in James Cummings. James, good morning. Good morning. Uh, that was a very impressive win for Valana on the weekend. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was impressive. He, uh, well, you know, turned up in a million-dollar 1,300-metre handicap at the conclusion of the Spring Carnival in Sydney. Um, don't expect him to give it away. And the, the best of the the best of the field settled down on the first four, and they were the first four home. And Valana was able to prevail and be the be the best of them. So excellent, uh, an excellent record Valana's building up um, of of, uh, of placing of placing very appropriately all the way through. The biggest risk I've taken with him so far is paying paying up for the Stradbroke, and uh, and you know off a three wide run there, he was um, where it didn't quite go ideally for her, for him in the first half. He's, uh, he's, he's actually run pretty well, and considering um, on reflection that Stradbroke was just about the best form race of the entire year going into the spring. Well, James, this campaign, his three runs have all been very, very good. He's racing beautifully. He's only, you know, he's only had three starts to prep, so you know, I've looked after him. I did throw him in the deep end in the Golden Eagle, and uh, you know, he didn't get to choose his own barrier there. But, um, but he ran home resolutely from, the, from that impossible draw um, and uh, you know he's, and he's, he's bookended that performance with, uh, with, with, with two, two wins in, uh, in esteemed company I see he's uh, nominated uh, for a couple of big races over in Western Australia is that the plan? Well I, I, I think the horse would be dangerous turning up in the, in the winter bottom group 1, 6 furlong weight parade sprint worth 1.5 million he uh, he actually recorded his best run of his preparation last time in when he was fourth up. That was in the Fred Beth Classic. You'd have seen him there, and uh, and so and so. I you know I think it makes a lot of sense to try the horse uh, in the winter bottom. It's a big expedition. The plane leaves this this evening, and the horses need to be at mascot by one o'clock. But um, but he, he I think he'll I think he'll head over there. Um, I think he should head over there and. Uh, Look, he's, um, he's, he's if he did turn up and, and, and was um, and we you know my travelling team were pleased with him and uh, in the two weeks it's going to take him just to be ticking over to be ready for that race, then yeah I think he'd be a, I think he'd be a, a dangerous contender in the race and uh, the fact that he's a, the fact that he's an entire with um, with the record he's got so far you know he's a 
he's won a South Pacific and a Fred Best Classic. He's, 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 his big race wins are, are actually non-graded races like the Silver Eagle and the Hunter. It would be pretty important for us to be uh, trying to accomplish something a bit more with him on the pattern in a Group 1, and it's, uh, and, it's, and it's sitting there for him waiting. That decision, is it ultimately yours, or you'll make it in, in conjunction with Vin Cox? We tend to meet at uh, we tend to meet at eleven o'clock every Monday, so we'll talk about uh, all of our runners for the week at the meeting uh, today. Okay, so uh, a bit of pressure there. Um, the form of Cryadidi's third on the weekend uh, um, seems as though you've been trying a few different things here to get the form reversed. Yeah, and uh, it's working because he's coming back into form. He was uh, he was full of running there, turning for home. And hey, Adam, well done, mate. <laughs> And uh, and he's and he was full of running, looking like the looking like a, 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 huge, a huge chance of winning the race. Maybe the eighteen fifty is just a little stretch for the horse at this stage. You know, he still looks like he should be uh, he should be fitter than than than, than he looks. But uh, you know, he, he's been uh, giving himself easy runs, hasn't he? His first couple, his prep. So uh, you know, he was probably entitled to get collared, get, get a little tired late, uh, which he did. But it was an excellent return to form. And, uh, and you could imagine that he's building something. He's, he's building to something, and, uh, and it would be it would be interesting to where he goes where he goes to next from here. So six group ones for the stable this campaign, over eighteen million dollars in prize money. You said Valana there. You think will go west? Who else will be travelling with him? Cascadian will be very well placed in the northerly stakes. It's a group one, eighteen hundred metre weight for age race. The, uh, the horse Kementari would be hard to beat in the gold rush. He loves seven furlongs. Admittedly, he'd run very well in the winter bottom too. Um, but if I just wanted to run him once, I think my, I think my target would, for him would be the, the gold rush. He's, he's won that he won that race two years ago. That was his uh, that was his maiden that was his maiden victory since returning from uh, returning from stud duties. Not many horses have. I think you'd struggle to find all anywhere in the history of horse racing that's won as much prize money as Kementari mm. coming back coming back from stud duty. Anyway, that might be a job for you guys today. <laughs> see if you can look up, see if you can look up the, see if you can look up that trivia. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's my favourite horse, James. So and, I'll, uh, I'll check it out for you. Yes, and uh, and and Paul Ellie. Well, look, I think pretty interesting watching the sprint race from the weekend in Perth. That's the that's the primary lead up to your winter bottom. I think. Um, I think on, on re- reflecting on that, on reflecting on this, this 11 metres at weight range going left-handed, it's a good it's a good chance for Paul Ellie to turn his form around and um, and have a and have a go at uh, securing that elusive Group One victory for him. Now that's for uh, for Western Australia. What about the Gong? Are you heading to Illawarra this weekend? Well, we uh, we have a rider booked in the Gong for our horse Honey Creeper. So uh, we're we're still um, we're still yet to get through her track work this week to decide whether she's up for um, uh, up for that up for that race. Um, she's been to Melbourne and back, so you know keep a close eye on you know the challenge there that is before Honey Creeper, um, and I wouldn't expect her to be you know she if, if she turns up she'll run very well, but it'll be a pretty strong race. This time of year, we're always looking at the two-year-olds bursting onto the scene. Barber, two from two, out for a spell. When will we see him next? 
And I'm, I might run that horse first up in the Blue Diamond Prelude. This year, that series will be run at Sandown. Uh, that that may be where he resumes, but look, I could run that horse first up anywhere, and he'll run and he'll run well. It's pretty promising. He's a very promising two-year-old that horse, um, and uh, and and yet he's got you know he's got some pretty um, some pretty accomplished stablemates already, who who are um, who are showing our two-year-old crop to be pretty powerful this this season. Animo, how's he travelling at the moment? Pulled up well. He pulled up fantastic. Um, it was a pretty, easy, it was pretty, it was a pretty easy run in the end. Um, a very, very, very soft pace in the Champion Stakes. Um, and I see him, I see him uh, in in the paddock here, with his head down, grazing contently. As he, um, as we wonder what might be in store for him in the autumn. Well, the stable's up and flying, James. It's always a great pleasure to chat to you. You must have been really happy. Back on Oaks Day with your dad's success there. Four generations of Cummings now tasting success in the Oaks. Yeah, he's uh, he did a great job with that filly, and uh, and it was great. You know, she's 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 just transformed from a really impressive, sharp two-year-old filly who was quite unlucky in the Golden Slipper, and uh, tough enough and 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 fit enough to win over a mile in the Champagne Stakes and. And and uh, and and you know, the, the, I, I remember you know my my only Derby winner won a Champagne Stakes prized icon, my only BRC Derby winner. So that's um that's a great effort for her to then translate that to a three-year-old spring form. She would had she had been building up to a big performance there all campaign, and uh, she got it right on the on on the day of the grand final. And so you know, he deserves all the credit for it. Good on you, James. Always a pleasure. We'll catch up again soon. All right, thanks, guys.